Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. There is nothing quite like a surprise on Valentine's Day. Let me hear you whisper that you love. Love and four-part harmonies were in the air in a Colorado classroom on this Valentine's Day Eve as a barbershop quartet serenaded teacher Lauren Zyker. The singing Valentine came courtesy of her husband Justin, one of many, many gifts that will be exchanged on this holiday that's more popular and lucrative than ever. Crazy. This is the Super Bowl of the flower business. It's the number one busiest del single delivery day in the entire year. Rob Spiegel of Lair's Flowers has been pointing towards February 14 since last summer when he ordered 100,000 roses just for this day. We have roses from $39.95 to $150 for a dozen, depending on how big of a splash you want to make. No question, Americans will generate a tidal wave of Valentine's Day business this year, says marketing expert Darren Duber-Smith. It's important to the economy, it's important to the GDP, and it's important to a good percentage of the population. Certainly important to businesses like Denver's Ritz-Carlton, where rooms have been booked for months. The Ritz also offers private indulgences, side-by-side -side couples massages, complete with strawberries and champagne here in the spa. Absolutely big business for restaurants, hotels, spas. People really look to splurge and impress their significant other this time of year. Duber Smith says America's marketing machine has now elevated Valentine's Day to the level of other major U.S. holidays with a little extra social pressure to participate and, yes, spend. The idea is if you don't have a Valentine, if you're not involved, um, you're, you're kind of excommunicated from the culture for a week. Spiegel says Valentine's Day has one advantage over other occasions. It's love. What are you willing to pay for love? That's what this holiday is all about. They're paying enough to give 17 Valentine quartets in the Denver area something to sing about. This classroom cameo was a success. Well, it was definitely a surprise. Love is in the air on this Valentine's Day, and this holiday is soaring. Hendrick Sabrandi, CCTV, Denver. St. Valentine's Day is the world's holiday of love. Since the Bible states that God is love in 1 John chapter 4 verses 8 and 16, does he approve of the celebration of this day? Does he want his people true Christians partaking of the candy and cards, or any customs associated with this day? When God says he wants you to live life abundantly in John chapter 10 verse 10, those that include celebrating a festive, seemingly harmless holiday like Valentine's Day, the God who gives us everything we need, life, food, drink, the ability to think for ourselves, surely approves of St. Valentine's Day, the holiday for lovers to exchange gifts, right? Do not be so certain. Do not assume anything. Do not even take this video's word for it. Go to history books and encyclopedias. Go to the Bible. Then you will know the real truth behind St. Valentine's Day and you will know what God expects you to do about it.
like Christmas, Easter, Halloween, New Year's and other holidays of this world. St. Valentine's Day is another attempt to whitewash perverted customs and observances of pagan gods and idols by Christianizing them. As innocent and harmless as St. Valentine's Day may appear, its traditions and customs originate from two of the most sexually perverted pagan festivals of ancient history, Lupercalia and the feast day of Juno Februata. Celebrated on February 15th. Lupercalia, known as the Festival of Sexual License, was held by the ancient Romans in honor of Lupercus, god of fertility and husbandry, protector of herds and crops, and a mighty hunter, especially of wolves. The Romans believed that Lupercus would protect Rome from roving bands of wolves, which devoured livestock and people. Assisted by Vestal Virgins, the Luperci, male priests, conducted purification rites by sacrificing goats and a dog in the Lupercal Cave on Palatine Hill, where the Romans believed the twins Romulus and Remus had been sheltered and nursed by a she-wolf before they eventually founded Rome. Clothed in loincloths made from sacrificed goats and smeared in their blood, the Luperci would run about Rome, striking women with februa, thongs made from skins of the sacrificed goats. The Luperci believed that the Flaugings purified women and guaranteed their fertility and ease of childbirth. February derives from Februa or means of purification. To the Romans, February was also sacred to Juno Februata, the goddess of fevers fever of love, and of women and marriage. On February 14, billets, small pieces of paper, each of which had the name of a teenaged girl written on it were put into a container. Teenaged boys would then choose one billet at random. The boy and the girl whose name was drawn would become a couple, joining in erotic games at feasts and parties celebrated throughout